Blog Talk Radio. This is George Gamond, and welcome to the Monday Show. So, hopefully you had a beautiful weekend. Did you do anything fun? If you want to call in and just generally share what you've been doing. You know, it's been fun. What positive things have you been doing? What things that are inspirational that might encourage other people? So, yeah, you don't have to call in with a problem. You can call in and say, yeah, I've been doing this and this and this, and their life is really good. So, look, we can do that. We can talk about, we're talking about relationships and it's kind of an ongoing theme I have is about relationships because, you know, the more I get into the, with my work and helping people and doing psychic or intuitive work and past life work and, you know, talking to dead people, the more I realize that it's all about relationships. Everything. Everything's about relationships. You know, it could be the relationship with your partner, a relationship with your siblings or your parents or whoever it might be. It's all about relationships. So that's where my emphasis is on, is helping you to get spirits messages about relationships. So today we're going to talk more about the intimacy between a couple and your relationship with your partner. You know, it doesn't matter what gender or what sexual preference you still have conflicts in a relationship, so I have some ideas from an article I started on Friday, and I thought I would just go through some of the points today about that. If you want to call in, if you have relationship issues, concerns, needs, wants, desires, whatever it is, do you want to get spirit to mention to you, to talk to you about? You know, my spirit guides are more than willing to help you. Excuse me, I get some water. About your relationships, so give me a call. And see what happens, okay? And then we'll talk more about relate. Uh, first of all, I always like to start the show with my spirit guides talking to you about whatever. And generally, we've all been on this theme of relationships. So let's see what they have to say about relationships today. And we'll move on into an article. I'll take your calls. If you want to talk about how your relationship is working, if you have positive feedback, more than willing to take the positive input. Because you might be able to help somebody else. If you have a positive point of view about your relationship and something that's been working for you to maintain your relationship with somebody else, like not necessarily your partner, but it could be your family or, you know, anyone, your employees, your employer. So if you have some ideas, I'd love to share it with other people. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about that. But let me have my spirit guides talk to you about think relationships and Sarah is a group of spiritual teachers and it depends on the topic who is in the group and who wants to communicate so I'm going to go away for a few minutes and let them talk to you we really enjoy this ongoing theme about relationships as George mentioned we believe that the key to your, let's say, thriving and growing and developing and prospering on your planet 
is about relationships. Now, I mean, it could be a relationship with yourself. What's your relationship with yourself? What's your relationship with your higher self? What's your relationship with source energy? That's where it starts. Starts with yourself. Starts with your relationship with your higher self, your soul. And then it extends to source energy, your spirit guides, teachers. You call it God. We'll just call it source energy. So that relation, those are your most important relationships, believe it or not. That's where you establish the excellent principles of being in a relationship. The communication. Communicating with yourself, listening to yourself, listening to your body, listening to your inner voice, listening to your higher self, listening to your intuition. It starts there. Talking to yourself, asking questions, getting, getting information from yourself. It starts there. It starts with your relationship with source and prayer and meditation of, of communicating and getting answers. That's where you start a great relationship. It's like any great relationship. Like, for example, forgiving yourself. The ability to forgive yourself for the mistakes you made and taking that, taking that information, taking that forgiveness and learning from the mistakes that you made to prosper, to grow, to develop more in your life. So that's the relationship with yourself. Then there's the, those external relationships those closest to you, your partner. So you, we apply all of these very same relationship principles to any situation in your life. So as George is going to mention, some of them, we'll just cover a couple that we think are really important in relationships, in developing these things, and whatever, these qualities, these actions, these behaviors, whenever, whatever relationship you're in, there's a few key points that we'll cover right now, and then we'll do some more at another time. The one key point is communication. How do you communicate? Now, George has an article on that, but we'll just say communication is the ability to communicate to others how you're feeling, what's going on with you. Now, as you know, that well, over 80% of communication is nonverbal. So how is your body, how is your face, how is your body language responding to other people? When they're speaking to you, what is your body language? Are you open? Are you receptive? Are you closed? Are you showing fear? Are you showing an openness to receive and understand what they have to say? Are you asking for clarity from what your partners and what people that you're having a relationship with? with. So communication is not just the verbal communication. We would emphasize the communication could be, well, it's body language. What, what is your body communicating? What is your energy communicating? What kind of energy are you putting out? The energy you're putting out to other people is part of your communication. So that's one key element of developing a strong relationship is communication. How are you communicating? The energy you're communicating, the body, the body language, what it's communicating, and the verbal, and the tone of voice, the pacing. You know, how, how are you speaking to other people? What is your language? What is your choice of words with other people in your communication? Are you open? Are you listening? Are you showing a sense of vulnerability 
Are you showing a sense of of wanting to know, or are you closed off when you're communicating? Are you thinking about? Well, George is going to talk more about this, but are you are you actually trying to understand what the person is saying, or are you just trying to find arguments to discuss and counterpoint, 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 then versus truly listening? So developing great relationships, one of the key elements is communication. So we'll talk more about that, more other aspects of communication, of relationships at another time. So we'll let you go. We'll let go back to what George was going to talk about. But remember, communication is not just verbal. That's the key thing. When you're talking to people, what is your body saying to them? What is your energy field saying to them? That will go a long way in positive energy, positive presentation of yourself. Loving presentation of yourself will go a long way to creating better relationships with other people around you. So thank you for listening. Bye. One of the things that they were going to they didn't say, but I thought that was rather interesting, that as this verbal communication and nonverbal communication has a lot to do with even developing relationships with your pets. What are you projecting out to your pets? What kind of energy are you projecting out to your pets? What is your tone of voice? What are the words of choices even with your dog or cat? Think about that. Think about when you speak to your dog and when you communicate, what's your body language? You know, it's said that if you look into your dog's eyes when you're communicating and you both create this emotional or this energy field, this chemical energy field of oxytocin, which helps you to bond with yourself and your pet. It's like that feel-good love chemical that you receive. Okay, so what are we doing next? Okay, we're going to do articles. I have an article on how to improve your relationships right this second. And there's 101 smart ways to improve, and it's from yourtango.com. And but I thought I'd cover some of the points and see what you have to say. And see what you have to say. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm getting into this. I covered a little bit on Friday. We'll just kind of go over a couple of the points from Friday. Now, if you want to call in, if you have relationship concerns or issues that you want my spirit guides to comment on, please call in. This is what I focus on is relationships. It's not just romantic, though. Okay? It's all kinds of relationships, whatever it might be. And that's what the article kind of helps you to understand. Now, this one's more about the romantic intimacy. I'm going to skip the first point. And, well, I'm going to go on to the third point, which is listen to each other. Now, Spirit was talking a little bit about this. So, so think you already do that, try active listening. Ask your partner to talk about something, and after each sentence, repeat what you heard. Start with, I heard. You don't have to repeat back the words verbatim. Just say what you think she said or he said. So if you misinterpret or leave something out, your partner will correct you. So this is a great way of Stop thinking in terms of, well, they're saying this. Now, this is what I'm going to say next. This is the argument. This is what I want to present next. It's a great way to stop that because then really you're paying attention to your partner and you're echoing back basically what they said. And by echoing that back, you're connecting. 
Okay, and then so they know that you're really listening, and then they can clarify what you said. That, that's a great point. So if you want to stop that comp competitive conversation where you said this and I said that, you said this and I said that, you know, no, or you're preparing yourself for the comeback, the great comeback, try, try active listening instead, okay? Next point. Now, I would say that it, it matters if you want to do this or meditate. So it says pray together. If you're comfortable talking about it, discuss what you pray about or what you meditate on. And you can meditate. Now, this is a really good point. A lot of famous spiritual teachers will meditate with their partner. And I have found in meditating and channeling and so forth and so on, if you have more people meditating together, that you're bringing in a stronger energy field and you're amplifying their energy field and you're receiving more information. You're receiving more guidance. You're receiving more direction from spirit. If you decide, well, let's meditate together. Let's be quiet. Let's and, and choose the type of meditation you're going to do. Now you could, you could, you know, you couldn't not meditate, but you could pray together, whatever it is, whatever your comfort comfortable with at that point go ahead and do it just do it just do it see how it works see how it benefits you in what you do okay what are we doing next oh another one okay <laughs> wait actually i want to take your calls if you have issues or concerns about relationships that you want spirit to comment on more than willing to take a call or two and oh, my information is in the episode information if you want, not here, but if you want to get a message from Spirit on your relationships and maybe what you need to do or where they're at or where they're going or, you know, the, the state of your relationship, then you can contact me through, well, my email address, my phone number or my website, and then the price is there for you if you're interested. So the best way is just call me. Or email me if you're interested in a discussion with my spirit guides about relationships, okay? And we how to improve them. Because it's all about improving your relationships, whatever the relationship is that you're mostly concerned about, right? Okay. Yes. So the next point. I'm going to go through these. There's 101. We'll probably do this all week. We'll take two or three a day. Or depending on who calls in and who wants to talk. Okay. I like this exercise. This is kind of an interesting exercise to do with your partner. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partner. It could be somebody else in your life. But just think about this one for a while. Free, do, do the wonder intimate, intimacy exercise. Free associate and list sentences starting with I wonder on a piece of paper. Okay, I wonder if I'll ever learn to cook. I wonder if I wonder if I'll ever cook for you. I wonder if I could love you more than I do. Take turns reading your wonders to your partner. Now again, we're we're talking relationship issues here, you know. Wonder if I'm ever gonna shoot sixty five at a golf course. Well that's yeah, that's good, but it's necessarily gonna flow into what we're talking about in relationships. I wonder if we'll ever go on a great vacation or another great vacation. So that's a partner-related, I wonder. I wonder if I'll ever get pregnant. Mm, that's a good one, right? 
Okay, so take turns reading your wonders to your partner without judging, commenting, or analyzing. This may seem silly, silly, silly at first, Ta-da! but just try it and see what happens. I have to do the da-da when I make a big sentence mistake or word mistake. Okay, moving right along. I like this next one a lot, and I think it really is a good bonding exercise for relationships because it, it brings back and brings back up the energy of your relationship and where it started. Because you, you want to, a lot of times, recapture that early energy of a relationship. So do the nostalgic memory exercises. Pick a shared memory from your honeymoon period of your relationship. You remember the honeymoon period when you first got together in the first three months, and all you could do is talk on the phone or spend hours together and just, you know, all, you know, the mist was over you. <laughs> that stuff, right? Discuss the memory and take turns talking about your sensory memories, sights, sounds, and smells. Maybe you spent some time at the ocean, right? You went on a you went on a two day whatever to the beach, and you stayed in, in the beach in Mexico or wherever it is, right? What does it smell like? Remember those smells? Remember the sights? Remember the sounds? Really get your you get all of your senses involved in it. Maybe one of your great memories was going out to this really nice restaurant. What what was it like? What were the sights, the sounds, the smell, the taste that you really enjoyed that you were sharing with your partner? It's about this is what you shared with your partner, and it brings up those really nice memories and, and it's a bonding experience of reconnecting with somebody. Okay, that's a good one. Think about that one. Do the nostalgic memory exercise. Set time aside every day for mutual silence. Now, of course, we're silent during the day. All of us are silent during the day. But this is just a time when you both sit, maybe in the same room, and you're just quiet. There's no talking. And the kind of the cool thing about that from from a, from a metaphysical or a spiritual perspective, is all you're doing is putting off energy, your vibration. And so if you're sitting close to somebody or not too far a distance from somebody, you're putting off that energy to each other. And if that's silence, and if you're reflecting on something really beautiful, thinking about something that feels really good, you're creating this bond, this connection. You got it? It's an interesting way of doing it. Think about it. Think about it and try that. Just that moment of silence. Maybe you can sit and hold hands and just silence. And it's, it just leads it back into the idea of meditation. But it doesn't have to be meditation. It can just be, be silence. Okay? I like the next one. What do you think about this? Now, I love your input. What do you think about some of these ideas? Do you think they're great ideas? Okay ideas? Have you tried any of these? Love to hear back from you. Uh, if any of this works for you, because I give these ideas out there and I want to see, does it, does it really work for you? Have you done any things? How does it feel? And how does it affect your relationship when you're doing that? Okay? When you're doing some of these exercises and following some of these patterns, how does it feel in your relationship? Okay, next, number eight. Give yourself pet names. I like this one. Sure, you can call each other baby, boo, or schmoogie, schmoozy, schmoozy, I don't know. Okay, (laughs) that's a word I'm not familiar with. But becoming up with a nickname only you two get is cute and provides a little laugh. 
Studies have shown that nicknames are a sign of a strong relationships. Now, you, you don't want to do derogatory you know, nicknames, and I won't go through all those. You're familiar with those, you know, the, the things that you could call each other that, that are very negative and tear each other down. So we're talking about really positive nicknames, and it's based on life experience. It's about getting to know each other. You know, I have a dog, and everywhere I go, she goes. So my nickname for her is Shadow. That's not a real name, but that's not her name, given name. But I, I like the word Shadow because she shadows me everywhere. So that's that's a nickname for my dog. Now I have, I've been I've been given a few nicknames. I had a recent roommate that called me. My first name starts with a G, and my last name starts with a G. And so she called me Gigi. That's kind of an affectionate term, even though we were roommates, just roommates. So try that. Try coming up with nicknames that are very personal and very very much something that just you two could use for each other. It, it makes you feel good when you hear those words. That's the key. When a person calls you by this endearing, loving nickname, you just feel good about it. Okay, number nine. So try the, try the nicknames or come up with new ones. Be creative in your nicknames. Not the same old nicknames all the time, right? Yeah, you don't want to do that. Try something different. And remember, they got to be positive. They should be positive. Yeah, okay, they should be positive. To build a relationship, they should be positive. If you want to tear a relationship apart, yeah, start calling each other by negative names, right? If you want to use your words, say something positive, anything at all. Okay, so this is really important in any kind of relationship. It could be relationship with your parents. It could be relationship with your siblings. It could be relationships at work. Whatever the relationship it is, researchers have found that happy couples have a ratio of five positive comments to each negative comment. So there isn't... Like it's five to one, right? So it isn't necessarily you never have a negative comment or make a never, negative statement, but make it the minority statements. Make the positive statements, positive things, looks at life. The, uh, the, the, the largest amount of statements you make and anything negative, well, it's overwhelmed by the positive. Good positive statements will vastly overwhelm any negative statements, believe it or not. It works that way. Okay, it really does work that way. Positive vibrations will drown drowned out negative vibrations if the positive relation positive vibrations are strong enough. Okay, number ten. Number ten. Think of one quirky thing she does that you love and tell her about it. What what is that is? What is that little quirky thing that you really love about your partner? And tell them about it. Tell them I really love what you do. And, and, and I'm trying to think of any. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Maybe you have one that you can give me that you think of a quirky thing about your partner that you love. And you need to tell them about it. I really love when you do this, right? No, this is the opposite of, well, you really do this and you really need to change. No, no, don't go there. I like this next one. All these are really good. And they just really thought-provoking, thought provoking thought stimulating 
ideas for a relationship. And it and it's about creating a stronger bond between two people, a more open bond, a more loving bond. More the, the more you know about your partner, the more open they are about themselves, then the closer you can become. So ask him what he what he was like when he was a little kid. I mean, that, that can go back and forth. I'm just... You know, it's asking each other, what were you like as a child or a kid? Or, you know, tell me more about your childhood. I'd love to know more about what you did, what you loved, what you enjoyed doing. And you get a better sense of that person and a better way of communicating and relating to them. And, you know, sometimes those childhood things will will stay with us. Like, I love baseball as a child. I love baseball. still love baseball over all these years. I played some. But I mostly watch, and I have my favorite teams. So if I tell my partner, you know, I was like, I played baseball a lot. As a kid, I played with my friends. I played in leagues. I really enjoyed That's one of the things I really love to do. Okay. And whatever else I might be telling them. So that inspires your partner to go, hmm, maybe he wants, maybe he would like, you know, whatever. Or maybe she would like based on that. Maybe we can do something around that childhood love that has continued on all these years, right? Now, this is a really good one, and this is is something really important, and it goes either way. It's not stuck with one gender. It says, tell him he looks sexy in that shirt, or tell her she looks really good in that dress. And, well, you got to stay away from, am I looking a little fat in this dress? Uh, you know, sometimes it be honesty sometimes will get you in trouble, right? But no, no, you look really good. I love those earrings on you. I love the way your hair just flows today. You're having a great hair day. You're having a fantastic hair day. Oh, I love those shoes. When did you buy those shoes? I haven't seen them before, right? Um, whatever it is, just, you know, I did, yeah. Oh, you haven't worn that lately. That looks really good on you. That really makes your eyes pop out, pop. Well, I can really see your eyes with that, what you're wearing. So think about that. Think about any relationship. Try to catch things to compliment your partner about. Does that make sense? Find and look for things to compliment your partner about versus finding things to pick on about your partner. Because so many times we, we look for little things to pick on or it's easy to find things, faults with people because we're all human. But it's it sometimes can be more difficult but it's more loving, it's more bonding, it's more connecting if we can find little things about your partner that you really appreciate. And I like the shirt. Your shirt that shirt looks makes you look really sexy. Those shoes are, I love those shoes on you. Um, whatever it is. And something personal about them, not, oh, you're a great cook. Well, that's okay. But, you know, something that you they do and make an effort. When they make an effort to dress, to please you, to go out, really compliment them on that. Wow, I love that outfit. I really appreciate you putting that on for when we go out this evening. Okay, good ideas. Excellent ideas. So think about those. Let's move on. We're going to talk about this all week. So we're going to cover a bunch of points. If there's 100, we're only at 11 or 12. So we're on to 13. I like the next one. And you're complimenting people on their growth, your partner on their growth. You can do this with family situations. You can do this with children. You can do this with your siblings. You can do this with just about anybody you know. It's compliment something that they've improved on. 
while your piano playing is much better. You put a lot of effort into it. You're playing so much better. I just, oh, your cooking has improved so much over the last few years. I just love that. Whatever it is, finding things to compliment them about that they've improved on. And that's really kind of getting to know your partner, really tuning into your partner, knowing what they do, and being open for them to share about what they're doing, right? You know, their hobbies, their activities, something that they're doing that you can go, wow, you've really improved on that. You're much better than you were. I really appreciate your efforts in this particular area of life, whatever it is, right? So we're running low on the, I'm running out of time, but I love doing this stuff because relationships are the key. Having a great relationship makes life, and, and it's all relationships. It's whoever it is. It's even with the mailman, right? Having a great relationship makes life more fluid, makes more life more enjoyable. I'm going to go to number 14, then maybe we'll start again with 14, and you can think about these, and maybe you can get back to me next time. You can get back to me tomorrow, and we can do more of these, and you can get back to me on how your relationship is working and what how you can improve your relationship. So I'll be back tomorrow. We'll do a lot more of these. I think we've got about a minute left. So, again, I emphasize, if you want my spirit guides to help you in your relationship issues, knowing more about what that other person's intentions are, what where you're going with this relationship, what you may, might need to do, how to make it better, how to improve it. I mean, if you listen to a lot of these points that I'm covering today in my spirit guides, when they had said about communication, paying attention, it will make your relationship better. It will improve your relationship. You know, the words that come to me as I'm doing this and closing the show, being non-judgmental. That will really improve your relationship. Holding off judgment. Trying to understand why a person is doing what they do. So I love you guys. I'll be back tomorrow, same time, 1 o'clock, Mountain Time, whatever that is on the East Coast, 3 in the West Coast, 12. Bye now.